You're listening to The Big Iron Buzz. Welcome to our latest episode of The Big Iron Buzz, where each week we'll bring you the latest news and trends in the ag, real estate, and used equipment markets. This podcast is brought to you by Big Iron Auctions and Realty, rural America's premier online unreserved auction site, bringing you rural connections, respected values, and real deals. I'm Danny Olson, and today I'm bringing you a special episode of the Big Iron Buzz. I'm excited to be here with Mark Stock and John Grooms. Hey, Danny. I'm excited to be here, too. Uh, We are sitting in the headquarters of the Big Iron Company in St. Edward, Nebraska, and that's just a small little bump in the road. Uh, But it's, uh, it's a nice community, just like all small communities are in rural America, And a special guest we have here today is our VP of Sales, uh, John Grooms. And John has been to St. Ed a couple different times. And of course, he's coming from a he's coming from an area in Tennessee. Uh, Tell us a little bit where where home is at, John. Well, thanks, Mark. My home is originally just outside of Nashville, Tennessee, in a small town called Murfreesboro. It's about 30 miles outside of Nashville, and you know I have kind of lived all over the place, and now I have relocated to Austin, Texas. So are you a musician? Uh, No, I'm not. And I don't even sing, Mark. You don't even sing. Now, there's a real big country western festival somewhere south of Nashville somewhere. What what is that called? The country western festival? Are you talking about Bonnaroo, the music festival? Yeah, I think that's what I'm talking about. What is that exactly? Bonnaroo is the big music festival they have every year. It's kind of like a junior Woodstock that's just kind of cropped up in a field in Manchester and McMinnville, Tennessee. Uh, that brings people in from all over the world. Do they have big, uh, big name bands and stuff play there too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, have you ever been there? I have not been there, but my daughter has. You know, because I think we've sold some uh, equipment. I believe that um, Mahindra uh, made the UTVs that I don't think they were used in that festival, but they were demoed at other country music festivals. I think we saw those down in Houston. Do you remember that? Yes, but I don't remember exactly which festival that was. Mm -hmm. That was more for the rodeo, I believe. Yeah. So do you think they're going to have that festival this year? Has that all been postponed? Uh, I guess time will tell. Depends on how everything pans out. I think that festival is usually scheduled for October, so I don't know that it's been canceled to this date, but it's possible. So now you live in Austin, Texas, and you were brought on here um, in Big Iron about how long ago? Uh, January the 1st, so I've now been here right at six months. And why don't you tell us a little bit, give us the the previous 10-year run of what John Grooms' resume looked like. Well, I've been in the equipment business for almost 20 years, actually about 20 years now, and I spent uh, a little over nine years with Kubota. I was with uh, Mahindra for almost five years, and... um, before, after that, I was with uh, at the Alamo Group uh, for almost two years. And what, what was your capacity in those businesses? Uh, at Kubota, I started out uh, as an engineer and then was promoted to a regional sales manager where I had my own territory, the whole state of Virginia, and then was promoted to district sales manager where I was over five regional sales managers. And then when I left there, I got the job at uh, Mahindra as head of North America sales and business planning. So you started out with feet on the street, door-to-door sales, so to speak? Oh, absolutely. And still, you know, continue to believe that uh, feet on the street is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you're here as the VP of sales for Big Iron, and um, you've uh, got how many people that are reporting to you? 
Well, right now in the field, we have 191 uh, sales reps, and then we have roughly 40 district sales managers, and we have 11 regional sales managers. Okay, and you're still growing. You're looking for, you just filled a couple spaces. Tell us about those spaces you filled, and then the ones that you're still looking to fill. Absolutely. So we just filled uh, the Atlantic uh, District, which is basically North Carolina all the way to Maine on the on the uh, East Coast. We filled that uh, regional sales manager uh, position with a guy by the name of Lee Weathers. Uh, Lee, we're lo- really looking forward to some great things coming from Lee. He has a great background. And then we uh, also filled the Southeast uh, region, which is Georgia, Alabama, South Carolina, and Florida with Mr. Glenn Ezell. Glenn Ezell has been in the business for over 25 years. So we still have two other regions that we're looking to fill. We're looking to fill the region uh, for Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico. And we're also looking to fill the Western region, which is a very large region. It's uh, right now it's comprised of Washington State, Oregon, California, Nevada, and Arizona. Now, okay, you're a sales manager, and you told me a while back when we were just having conversation that you first uh, graduated high school and you wanted to be a motorcycle. What were you, an evil Knievel? What were you exactly? Well, I raced motocross and enduros for uh, probably over 20, 22 years. And uh, when I originally got out of high school, that was kind of my focus, but I was never quite good enough. So I, you know, I needed a career. So I decided to go to Nashville Auto Diesel College and, and was a mechanic for the first part of my, my uh, career up until I was probably 31, 32 years old. Hmm. So if something don't start, you know how to change a battery is what you're saying. I do know how to change a battery. <laughs> <laughs> I do know where the gas cap is. So to me, that's kind of important, uh, you know, cause you've, you've started somewhere with your hands-on and you're still hands-on. Mm-hmm. So, and, and tell me how important you think that is to your management style. Oh, I think it's very important. I think it's in order to lead people and, and uh, uh, drive people to make sales, uh, you have to have walked in their shoes before. I think it's a, it's a whole lot easier when you've been where they're at. And, and I think they appreciate it. I think that uh, they realize that you've done exactly what they're doing and you're not gonna ask them to do anything you wouldn't do yourself. What do you think um, a salesperson in Big Iron, with the Big Iron organization, needs to have to, to uh, generate a level of success? Well, you know, first and foremost, we've talked about this a lot. We think the number one, uh, the number one attribute that a good sales guy has to have is uh, desire, passion, and it has to be really self-motivated. You know, you can't, you can do a lot of things for a sales guy, but you cannot make him motivated. If he's not motivated already, there's not much you can do to make him, to make him be motivated. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, that's a skill set, right? Yes. Um, you know, I was, I was during the COVID thing. I don't know how many people watched listening to this. We're watching the final dance episodes of the Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls story. And the, the, the whole theory behind that uh, program is the motivation that uh, Michael Jordan brought to the team. His desire to win was contagious amongst those that played with him. And uh, that helped elevate, you know, Chicago Bulls from the, the team that was a disaster <laughs> into, uh, into a team that in the 90s was a new dynasty. So it's important, in my opinion, to find that, that person that carries those attributes. And, and how hard is it to find those people? Well, to be quite honest, I think it's getting harder and harder. I think um, uh, they're still out there, and there's a lot of good guys out there. But, you know, 
it's we are no longer looking necessarily for years and years of experience we're also looking for people that are very adaptive because the market is changing more rapidly than it ever has you know people are buying equipment differently they're selling equipment differently so you know for a sales guy to be in the business for 15 or 20 years is great but he still has to have that adaptive uh, personality that can adapt to changes in, in, in market conditions do you think in today's world they still uh also have to be well connected and or uh, good networkers absolutely i think it's still it is a big factor in our industry uh, relationships are one of the key things that help us uh, not only create sales but also continue to have a long sales history with different customers so in john grooms's opinion what do you want to what's your short term and your and your uh, long term goal here with bigiron.com a uh, short-term goal would actually be finishing out the team. Uh, we still have a lot of not only regional sales managers, but district sales managers to hire. And then I, I want to get the team really focused together and focused on the number. Uh, so they're driving it as a team to the end goal. So that's that's really the main short-term focus is everybody aligned to driving Big Iron to achieving the goal that we set out. Good. So now let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, you live in Austin. And uh, I know you're, you're always telling me about uh, uh, your wife speaks so many different languages. And uh, how many languages do you speak? Well, if you ask my wife, I just barely speak one. Matter of fact, she, <laughs> she doesn't even think I speak English. She tells me I speak American. <laughs> and your wife is an attorney, right? She is uh, by trade, and she's also a, a corporate uh, HR executive. Mm-hmm. So that has to help a little bit in your in your hiring process and all those things you go through, right? Doesn't that help? It does, and it has helped. Of course, it's uh, hard to deal with the life at, ha- at home because, you know, I very rarely ever win an argument. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on uh, on COVID and how COVID has affected, uh, you know, sales in general, not just in the auction business, but sales in general? Have you seen something that is sticking out at you that uh, is an aha moment for what uh, how the people have responded and reacted to it? I don't know necessarily that it's an aha moment. I think I've seen a lot of great things in, in the willingness in our team that, you know, they have been very adaptive uh, to what's been going on, but they still have overcome all the issues that they're facing. You know, they're now they're just looking at this is the new normal, and I hate to use that, that terminology, but well, you still have to get out there and make the sale happen. You're not going to be able to shake the guy's hand anymore uh, for a little while, but you still can look him in the eye and have the conversation. Yeah, I believe that's true. So, um, Danny, now uh, we've met John Grooms. And, John, how do people get a hold of you if they know somebody who's looking for an opportunity uh, to be uh, with the Big Iron Company? John.Grooms at BigIron.com. That's the easy way, way to reach me. And you spell John the traditional way, J-O-H-N. J-O-H-N dot G-R-O-O-M-S at BigIron.com. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for joining us, John. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, that wraps up our show for today. Thank you, Mark Stock and John Grooms for joining us. For the Big Iron Buzz, this is Danny Olson, and I'll catch you here soon.